0: The world, yeah. I'm with the world, yeah. I want it all said. I'm with the world, yeah. I'm with the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard, don't care what you heard. It is coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth Never gonna lie, never gonna lose Always on top, keeping it steady He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready He got the suplex, breaking your back Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz Alright, alright, here we go Welcome welcome to the Taz Show Yes, uh, hope you guys are doing outstanding Maybe you're downloading right now Or subscribed or whatever the hell it is Maybe you're downloading at radio.com On the Fancy Dan app Or on the Radio.com Website Thank you for doing either of those Or maybe you're downloading This episode or past Present future episodes On the Apple Podcast If you're doing that Well I appreciate that too You guys know that's what I do I appreciate all of you for pulling in My content into your world Where I go into a Trab of covering the wrestling Industry so this is what I do Well lately it's been mostly just WWE it's been for quite some time uh, And uh, We'll go over some of the stuff on Raw A little bit of Smackdown um, You know I, but the, it's more of an Overview type show I know several of you guys were looking for a TLC uh, Reaction from me And I uh, Apologize that could not Get done long story uh, but it's not important. Uh, I do apologize for that. But I'm going to bring up something from TLC in this episode that um, you know I wanted to talk about. But so obviously the big news is uh, you know Raw uh, and on SmackDown the, the McMahon family right the uh, Vince McMahon came back on Raw we saw that and hey who doesn't love when Vince is on the program um, he is uh, arguably the biggest star that the company has. The numbers went up a little bit. Um, there was the whole narrative was it's going to be a big shakeup. Vince is coming back on Raw. He's coming back. It's shaking it up. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm, and uh, basically, you know, as you guys know, he had Stephanie come out, and then Triple H, and then Shane McMahon. Uh, so the whole, you know, the whole McMahon family. And basically it was just a lot of talk (laughs) There was that one moment that I suggested a couple weeks back right here About Stephanie that she should come forward and say and acknowledge um, Instead of, you know, taking shots at the Baron Corbin That's the, was the gimmick front man The gimmick general manager elect or whatever his title was and they did a long character where they this was a couple weeks a week I think a week ago two weeks ago where they acknowledged that the you know the the, the numbers have been down when they had you know Rollins bury everything and all that stuff and and then uh, you know the heater was was the heel Baron Corbin um, and I was I th- I can't remember exactly what I said I'm paraphrasing my own shit but it was more or less a deal where I was like well shit man if you're gonna be um, shooting and you want it to feel real and you want people to really dig that hey, they're acknowledging that they got to change some stuff. Well, then, you know, Stephanie should have or somebody basically say, hey, look, we've got to do a better job and yada, yada. And that's basically what she said. <laughs> so I guess they're still listening. But <laughs> it's unbelievable, I swear to God. Uh, regardless, um, that was about the best part of the promo um, because everything else was just, it was very rehearsed. Okay, you know, and I don't remember the order, but okay, Vince will talk, Hunter will talk, all right, Steph will talk, all right, now Shane will talk, now, now Hunter will talk again, all right, then Vince will talk, okay, then Steph will talk. It was like, it was very, like no one stepped on each other, it didn't feel real, did not feel organic, it felt rehearsed, it felt like a work, you know, um, and the only part of the whole promo, to me, that felt anything that was honesty, you know, or real, was when Steph said what she said That was probably the best part of the whole thing for me uh, I watched it once I don't want to say I watched the thing fucking ten times I didn't, I watched it one time So I might be wrong, maybe it was a couple of things that were good in it I don't remember it, I, I shouldn't have to watch it more than once To be honest So, I mean really, you know what I mean why, why should anybody have to watch something more than once If you watch it, it should be stuff that sticks out to you So if something else happened in that promo As far as What Shane, Hunter, Steph And Vince said or didn't say Uh, I don't recall it and and then it was just it it, and basically the whole narrative narrative after that was baron corbin You know him coming out and basically the whole mcmahon family basically just using him as a sacrificial lamb Uh, You know to all the all the stuff that went down with him the bumps and beat up and this and that and just getting his ass kicked you know it's interesting because it's like let's put the screws to baron corbin in character let's put the screws to him and have him get his ass whooped um and keep stacking the deck against him you know i understand that the babyfaces need to get their receipt on him um after all the all the stuff that went down and in character again with with, with baron corbin um i don't know i mean it it, it felt like they really used baron corbin as the the sacrificial lamb just to get his ass kicked constantly it was just weird um it was just weird it, it just the, the stuff that went that went on to me it really was um you know it was a no disqualification deal where they kept stacking the deck and it was kurt angle and apollo cruz and and uh, and gable and rude the champion tag team champs and they basically just beat up and beat baron corbin so i don't know and in uh you know, Shane with the, uh, Shane, I'm sorry, Kurt Angle with the Angle Slam and all this stuff and, and, and everything. I, I just felt like, all right, well, Shane and Steph and, and Vince and, and, you know, Hunter, I, you know, it felt like it was just, they were just doing the whole point thing, like the NWO tilt thing with the two hands. I'm doing it as I record this podcast, like this and this, you know, like, like it was all a lot of that cool stuff that was cool, you know, 13, 14, 16, 17 years ago. Um, that's what it felt like it just was like they were just trying to be you know dressed like a million dollars and you know wealth throughout the wazoo and and all that and let's let's flaunt it and let's go out and show everybody we have the power figures and it just that's what it was it was just nothing a lot of fluff <laughs> so I, you know uh, you know numbers went up a little bit like i said uh, that's what I I, I was checking out on PW Insider. Um that the, the audience went up a little bit, so I you know, I, I'm pretty sure they were oh, at something like a two three. I think no, two no, maybe it was a two seven, what the hell was it? Yeah, I think hour one was their highest. I think it was if I remember it was two seven. And I think then they were at a two three, no, two five, and then they were at a two three. That's what it was. So I'm pretty sure that's what it was uh, So basically like the average would you figure like a 2.6 I'm actually a 2.55 five maybe um, So it was up from the previous week Where the average was I think 2.2 two. So 2.2 So a 2.16 it might have been I, I I can't remember I should have wrote it down I didn't But I know my numbers are very close So the numbers definitely were up, definitely were up a good chunk And uh, that's tough to do during the holidays So they definitely bumped the number up Um you know, but ironically enough, the funny thing was, cause I, this I remember, um, and I usually don't get deep into the ratings and shit, but like the early, the first week of December, if memory serves me, and I, you know, it was, like, I think across the board they were at, like, I'm sorry, I remember, was it that week? Yeah, I think they were like two twos for the most part. And then it dropped to like 2-1 on the average and it just went up, yeah, so it did go up If you think about it, right, it went up It went up several hundred thousand people So, whatever, it's good, the number went up for them So that's good, that's just, that's good for their business And and I, I'm not looking for them to do bad business I think that's good, it's good for wrestling You know, at the end of the day So, I mean, look, you advertise Vince Vince is gonna move the needle, I mean, that's uh, he's, he's a massive star, and And quite frankly, in my opinion, when he's on the show The show's better, it just is He's just, uh, he's one of the best characters they have Um He's entertaining. He's funny. And, you know, he 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 knows every story. Of course, he's behind every story. So he's on point. And on SmackDown, he had a good, good, good amount of presence on SmackDown, you know. Um, so I didn't expect him to be on SmackDown, but he was there. You know. So I, I just felt like uh and speaking by the way, speaking of SmackDown, this is what I want to say about uh, about TOC. You know, so Oscar wins. The uh, the TLC match against Charlotte and against Becky, and she wins the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship. Um, I, I got to tell you, I, it just doesn't. I just don't. And I'm glad Oscar. I, I was out here, you know, basically singing the praises of Oscar a while back, saying, "God, what? Remember Oscar? She was undefeated. I mean, what happened? Push her. What's going on? Holy shit! Um, I'm happy she's getting pushed, and I'm happy that." She has, uh, she has a major championship uh, On a main roster That's awesome, that really is awesome She's earned it, she definitely earned it But, 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 but But That Smackdown Women's title should have never come Came off Becky Lynch Never Not I mean, When I say never, I mean at this point Are you shitting me? Like she needs that belt on the build with this whole man gimmick and that she's the man and this whole harder edge character and this 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 disgruntled, pissed off, you know, ass kicking, you know, uh, you know, uh, redheaded chick from, from 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 Ireland that just will beat your ass. Now that that title, that SmackDown woman's title, man, I got to tell you, I always talk about that. Sometimes the. Ch- the person needs the belt. Sometimes the belt needs the person. That's a case where the person needed the belt. Becky needs, the belt. not that. And I'm not you guys know I'm a fan of Becky. I'm not knocking her. What I'm saying is, in the build of that character, that championship should be on that girl. That championship should have never coming off that girl. It came off that girl, I should say, never. And again, I am not throwing a flag that Oscar got a title. That's not the problem. But if you told me before that show And if I was in that agent meeting Or the booking meeting or production meeting Or what have you And they said yo Taz What's more important Keeping the Smackdown title On Becky Lynch Or putting the When I say Smackdown I mean Smackdown Women's Or putting the Smackdown Women's title on Oscar Yo dude I wouldn't have hesitated a second I would have said You gotta keep it on Becky Lynch you gotta. That that's a big mistake they made there. That's a big mistake. I, I'm telling you. I mean, I I, I don't think I, I'm not I'm not happy uh, that they, I thought that that was a big mistake at TLC. And there was some stuff in TLC that was good and shit. I'm not gonna get into all that right now, but I'm just saying, like, as far as that SmackDown Women's Title, that's that's not that's the most important time when you're gonna put the rocket on somebody. And you're gonna you're gonna um, galvanize them in this new realm, this new character. You got to, and you have the title on her. You got to keep it on her. Can't take it off her. And I said they took it off her in a TLC match. And I, I get that. It's not like she got pinned or tapped. I understand all that. Seriously, I do. You know, and 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 they, you know, what they did with with Naomi getting a shot where Vince laid the match down right on, on live on smackdown and Oscar then defeated Naomi. I got no problem with that either. While Becky and Charlotte sat there watching from ringside. You know, I mean so they're obviously going in a, a you know a, a direction there. And maybe they'll go a four way or something. I, I don't know. But but that's not my point. I'm not looking to get into that. Like what I'm talking I'm looking to get into is it. like it's just you can't do that. You but but having Becky lose that match. I'm telling you, I don't Look, I don't want to exaggerate. When I when I watched Becky come out without the SmackDown Women's Title, it's just, and I knew, you know, I knew she lost it. Obviously, at TLC, saw so I saw it. But the thing is, like, I I felt like she looked like she was missing something. Big miss. Speaking of the word miss, big miss by what they did there. Seriously, big miss. That was a problem. That's a problem for me. I'm telling you, I don't know. After you know what happened to her Where she got hard weight punched in the face When Nia Jax You had to pull her from that pay-per-view Because of concussion She's been doing a great job on social media Becky Lynch And I'm assuming she's getting some direction from the office Or the office is letting her do what she wants And then you go ahead and take all her Heat slash shine off her By taking the fucking title off her Are you serious? Wow. wow, things you won't hear on the WWE network. Mm-mm-mm. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't get it. <laughs> Excuse me, there, watch that. I, I don't get it. I, I just that's just a problem for me. Problem, seriously. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm just I'm probably not done talking about this. Um. But uh hey, let me let me tell you this on a serious tip though. Every no, everyone knows about the risk of dr- uh, driving drunk that you could get in a crash, people could get hurt or killed. But please, let's take a moment and look at some surprising stats. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk drive dr- drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last 3 decades drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year many people are unaware that driving while high can be just as dangerous so check this out in 2015 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs not so harmless after all is it and get this in 07, from 07 to 15 from 2007 to 2015 marijuana use um, uh, use among drivers killed in crashes doubled the truth is driving while high is deadly guys so stop kidding yourself if you're impaired from alcohol or drugs don't get behind the wheel if you feel different you drive different drive high gets a dui that's a fact drive sober or get pulled over all right so i will continue uh getting into some more of the topics from raw to smackdown It's kind of a little bit of a seesaw type deal it's like more of a seesaw type uh it's that seesaw type show that's not, that's this is seesaw I'm kind of seesawing back and forth talk a little bit less on the raw talk a little bit of that on the smackdown sprinkling a little fucking toc and we go back to a little raw you motherfucker then we go back into the little smackdown shit that's it we're zipping we're dipping we're flipping we're flopping I need one more we're zipping we're dipping we're flipping we're flopping we're popping and we're hopping holy shit that's badass i'll never remember it all right dash show sit tight be right back Alright, we're back here Get back talking a little bit more of the stuff And the gimmick and the shame It's in the furnace and the burn The Taz Show is supported by Rocket Mortgage By Quicken Loans And they are introducing their all new Rate Shield Approval Come on Oh yeah, lovely some all new Rate Shield Approval, kids If you're in the market to buy a home Well, Quicken Loans Will lock your rate for up to 90 days While you shop Listen I didn't stutter your rate gets locked for up to ninety days while you shop. Quick and Loans does this. You, you, you feel me? It's a big deal. It's called peace of mind. Four words: peace of mind, son. <laughs> That's funny. All right. To get started, go to RocketMortgage.com/taz. RocketMortgage.com/taz. Rate sure approval only valid on certain thirty-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data and comparison to public data records. Equal housing lenders license in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Access.org, number 3030. I felt like repeating this. If you don't like it, I don't give a shit. It's really that simple. All right, so anyway, uh, that's the deal. All right, so he also uh, introduced some the, the new faces that are coming in, and we've heard this new character. We heard Triple H hit the line. New faces, new talent, new people, new matches, something like that. Oh. All right. No problem. That's how we're gonna play, huh? Sorry. A no little problem with the guy. With all right. So uh we heard um we heard Triple H say that, and then then they rolled out, you know, getting into someone to do a talent that are coming in. They did it on SmackDown 2. They showed you a nice package. Uh, Which was good I want to get into my thoughts on that in a second And I'll break down the names And you know get into the names and break down my opinion on that But one thing I want to bring also into this About what happened on Raw I want to say They had a gauntlet match uh, You know to who's going to face uh, For the Raw Women's Raw Women's Championship Ronda Rousey And uh, they had Natalya win the match I gotta tell you I like this Uh, I didn't expect it that's why I liked it I thought it was good I thought it was well done um they did several things in the booking on Monday and Tuesday of things that you'd expect to happen, you know, um which is good. You know, like the main event of SmackDown where Daniel Bryan got pinned, you know, and I'll get into that in a second. But I did like that they had uh that they had uh Natalia win. It definitely wasn't uh wasn't expected. Uh I don't think so anyway, because of the friendship around around Rousey arousing her now, it makes the match very intriguing. You know, uh, but it's Look, we know the tie is not beating Ronda Rousey To get that title And again, this is what I've said a couple times already You know You you, you, ha- you have that title That Raw woman's title on Becky I'm sorry, on um, Ronda And how in the holy hot hell are you going to get it off her it, 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 That's the, the thing This is a case where she don't need the title She never needed the title So if you're new to my content, I've been saying that shit forever out here ronda rousey does not need the women's championship she don't need any championship she's credible she's over she's a star she don't need no title that tell that that title don't make her fucking more credible you can't get any more credible than that girl is it's impossible everybody knows it she's fucking ufc hall of famer first woman in the ufc hall of fame ufc champion her judo uh, her judo background on uh, a world-class level uh, uh impeccable records in, in martial arts and judo uh, judo like i said her judo uh, back background amazing amazing so the her credibility is never in question. Why in the holy shit would you keep that title on this girl? why'd you ever put it on her and now you're gonna have the title you go so it's intriguing because they're friends I like the story, but I know there is no way in hell Natalia beats Ronda Rousey if they do it. I'll be like, wow, I tipped my cap, good job, good job, good job. <sighs> I don't know, I just, I, 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 I like the story, but I just don't, once that happens, what Natalia and her go, it's just not, you know, <laughs> I, I don't see the Queen of Hearts uh, getting that championship from from Roz, I just don't see it happen. So, um, but anyway, now, I was talking a little bit about the, um, some of the new faces that are coming in, that was NXT talent, that they talked about, uh, they showed a video package, I should say On Raw, and they did the same thing on SmackDown And I'm going to give my thoughts on it In in no particular order, they had some of the stars from NXT that are coming in And each had a video package, a quick snippet on them From Nikki Cross to, uh, to uh, Tucker Knight and uh, Big Bad Otis And uh, Lacey Evans and who name is, CC3, all right so, you got Heavy Machinery, uh, EC3, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, right? I think I got them all. Oh, Lost Silver, my man Lost. I love Lost. How could I forget Lost? Jeez, what's going on? So, a couple things, good and bad, right? So, I'll give you the good first. I do think that um, the way they did the packaging, what, you don't see that too often where it's it's all the talent, Um. In one big package and it's it's cut up With a little You know A little graphics page in between each talent I thought it was obviously Awesomely done That's what WWE production 99.9% of the time Does is awesome work They're just great uh it's it's true i'm friends With a lot of those those guys and girls behind the scenes That work there and, and i know them a lot of Them personally and they're all very hard workers and They're ultra talented people and they get No hype and no love no credibility Not no credit but no lie no no credit i Should say and um They deserve a lot of it they've been Making stars for years with their awesome work But here's my problem <clears throat> it has nothing To do with the production like i said the production was great Meaning the way the video looked Um my problem is, like, I like that you're trying to make a splash, and I guess it's part of the shake-up. Um, but why do we need five pounds of baloney in a two-pound bag? When you have five pounds of baloney and you put it in a bag that only holds two fucking pounds, what happens? We get excess baloney falling out of the bag because it can't fit is too much so you gave me all these talents that are coming in instead of sprinkling them or making a decision you know which one's going to be on which show and sprinkle them in throughout the show we've seen them do that before and just you know have do something different against spitball you know have the commentators at the top of the show put a graphic up and say you know, uh, we're going to announce three stars throughout the night That are coming to WWE, uh, to uh, Raw, to the main roster of Raw Stay tuned for the rest of the show and you'll see them And then you have the locker room standing by watching the show They want to see who's coming in Because it's so competitive and you create that environment You have the announcers have that thread throughout the show and talk about that And then every time they show a quick video who's coming in you go to a two shot Once you see the full screen of the video of the who's coming in then you go to the two shot where it's like You see the you see the live shot backstage of the locker room And you see the reaction as they're watching the monitor Like oh, oh shit. Look at this. Oh, all right. Los silver's coming. In. Oh, shit. oh man. This is gonna be rough You know, you get a little reaction not on microphone. Just you see them how they react Okay, it's different and you sprinkle that in there you go You're Son of a bitches, another free one for you. Go ahead and stooge it off to Vince and Steph and Hunter and the Beanie. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little angry. That's what happens. Getting over a little cold, so I kind of got a bug up my ass, you know. So, uh, just letting you know, not literally, but you know, it's a figure speech. Maybe it's a New York thing, I don't know. But uh, I think you guys understand it. So, I I, I would have, I the thing I just said, you just do the same thing on SmackDown then. You have them say at the top of the show, we have, you know, we have four guy, uh, four people coming in to SmackDown, and we're excited to see who it is, and what the color comment is like, yeah, we don't know who it is. We're going to find out when you guys find out. You know what I mean? And it just makes it intriguing, and it's a mystery. And then throughout the show, you sprinkle it in. Show the locker room again. It's better than fucking rolling out a package with everybody in it. All right, here you go. Here's your five pounds of baloney. Spread my baloney out. Weird you get it You know it's just spread spread it out Through the show Really I, I, It's just it's just Like let's get this out of the way let's let Let's let the audience see that we got some new people Coming in Okay, Yeah really I mean it looks to, It looks to feel to seem That of all these Men and women in Lacey's Case Lacey Evans That uh and Nikki, I forgot about Nikki Cross uh, So two ladies, so Nikki and uh, Lacey, my bad It seems to feel That law Sullivan um, Will probably get the biggest push I think out of most of them I would assume so um, And he's been He was announced prior to this, but he was in this package too Which, so again Now I'll give you like my thoughts again Like a little deeper than I just gave you Maybe I'm a little ticked off Like about how they did this and why they did this Now let's put yourself in Lars Sullivan's shoes Okay Now he obviously got the most love In the, in the way the video packaging was done We you know i the EC3 thing was pretty cool too And he's going to get a big ass push And he should um, Here's the thing with Lars Sullivan If you put yourself in his shoes right So you know he, he was Fixing to come in He was promoted to come in Next thing you know they roll in all these other talents with him so it, it takes the spotlight off him It does <laughs> And it's unfortunate And then all of them have to share the spotlight with each other That's not good You're just rolling me out And packaging with everybody else That's, that's not good guys If you think it was good, you're entitled to your opinion But I'm here to tell you your opinion is wrong If you thought that was good Okay, that's really simple It's really that simple Because <sighs> Maybe I'm ticked. Like I didn't get it. To, I said, it, "Maybe I'm ticked." And I didn't finish my thought. Maybe I'm ticked off about it. This a little bit more than most folks might be, because I remember being a victim of something similar to this, similar, where I came in and debuted in WWE, and then a week later, literally a week later, the radicals came in from WCW. Four guys come in, and it just four new guys. Guys that could four guys that could really good workers and really respected guys and I'm not knocking those guys, I was friends with those guys, but my spotlight lasted a week. It might sound like be bitching, but I'm not bitching. I'm just saying it's not smart. Instead of spreading shit out, didn't do shit for me. It gave me one week to be the new guy, one week to be the new guy. To have that new TV love One week And I wasn't new anymore So when I see this To fast forward many years ahead And I see this with these other talents I'm thinking like they think What they could be thinking I shouldn't say I know what they think But I'm assuming I know what they think These wrestlers usually think similar to each other So I think of heavy machinery And I think of You know Lacey And I think of uh, Nikki and EC3 And Lars and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you are spreading, you're sharing a spotlight. It's just bad. It's just wrong. It's just, it's just, it's just. It, it there's not a lot of thought put in when when it's done like that. There's just not, in my opinion. So, whatever. That's what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh uh, jeez. You know they're trying to do some. You know different stuff okay let me Get a little up for a second here They're trying to do some different stuff which Which I you know I Appreciate that you know they're trying to to Shock some folks and And, and do you know the past two The past two shows I saw the Smackdown uh, The Raw and Smackdown and I did like the way Smackdown Started with Shane McMahon talking to The uh, Smackdown locker room, Very uh, trying to Basically it really seemed like Paul Heyman's hands was on that because that's what Paul That exact thing you saw You never really saw on camera In ECW but it happened behind the scenes a lot Where Paul would attempt to motivate uh, All of us in the locker Room and give us like a pep pep talk And stuff like that and that's kind of what Shane did and basically said that you know Paige Is no longer the GM because the Obviously the McMahons are running the show Don't worry she's not going anywhere but she's just Not doing this okay thanks Thanks Shane for telling us so <laughs> There, you know, but that's me scratching my beard every time you hear that noise. I go like this, yeah, it's a little itchy. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like. Um, I, I think if you're gonna do that with Paige, you you should already have in your story arc or written what you're gonna do with her, and tell us. How about that part? Tell us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? tell us what are you doing <laughs> she's all on the NGM everybody cheer and clap for us she's awesome Paige we love you yeah uh, Paige 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 don't worry she's not going nowhere but she, we're gonna figure out something for her like what if Shane said what they're doing with her on camera I missed it so someone tell me because I, I don't think we know um but anyway I did like the pep Raleigh ECW type thing he did beforehand I like Sanity coming out and attacking the Usos and, and uh, Anderson Gallows. I like that Anderson Gallows were on the show finally. I like they let, that they let Anderson Gallows say, yo, bitches, we haven't been on this friggin' show since whatever. I think, they, they, I think one of them said August. I think that's when it was. So, uh, you know, I think that was good. Um, actually, no, it was <laughs> – I think I'm right on this. It was Anderson said we haven't – we, uh, Anderson gals we haven't been on this show Since August I think that's what he said And then gallows said that's right That's four months so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like wait a minute August September October November Alright so it's the beginning of the summer. Yeah, yeah so, so it was just funny the way he said that Yeah that's four months So um <laughs> Yeah I, I like those guys so I like that they were on the show And they deserve it and if you remember those two g- Cats man uh, You know Uh all the work they did in Japan and and everything, all the you know, it's like they came in at that time when they came in, they were the hottest thing going, Gallows and Anderson, they were, you know, um, and just you know the good brothers, man, they just they just start pushing them out, they they kind of start start them a little, stop start start them, damn, take ten, start stop them a little bit. That's what I'm trying to say. See, So you win awards, you talk that way. But they they just never really went balls to the wall with Gallows and Anderson. Just never. They I felt like they always pulled back a little on them. And these guys were over with the hardcore fan base, and you know, um, and when they brought them to WWE, people seemed like they dug them. You know, they were into them. Uh, you know, but anyway, it was it was good to see them on the show. But I, I was just thinking, like, geez, man you know every time you see them you you got to think about the bullet club stuff and like what they did in Japan you know for new japan and uh and ring of honor and stuff like that just the whole the whole feel the whole dealio man and um i don't know just you know they 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 could still stop pushing these guys i mean they've been there a while but you know Maybe maybe not. I mean, being that Sanity came in and attacked them, and like I said, the Usos, and I thought that was good. Uh, I, I love, you know, I, I like Sanity a lot. I think they're really good, and I think it's great. And um, so I got no problem with that. You know, something something a little different. It's cool. So we'll see where they're going with that. I mean, Eric Young, I, I like a lot, and and I think Alexander Wolf is good, and Killing Dane, those guys are all good. So it's 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 good it's good shit. It's no no problem on me. Go so, um, you know But all in all, I mean, I, I You know, I don't know I, I, I thought Smackdown was okay I thought, I thought Raw was okay, but You know, you're pushing and pumping the whole You know, shake up thing And all this jazz, I'm not You know, it's not It doesn't feel like It don't feel like that, you know It doesn't, you know it. It. it it's just I. I don't know, I Okay, they need like some new blood there. When I say new blood, I'm not talking about from their their lower tier system of NXT. I'm talking about new blood. New blood. Okay? Um I you know, I'll talk about that more later in the week. Let's put it that way. Okay? <laughs> that part. I just think that it it's, it it's it'd be nice to see some some new people, but the fear is you know, the fear is, what are you going to do with these guys? With, with EC3 or with Heavy Machinery or, you know, Lars Sullivan? Are you going to push these guys the right way? Are you going to do that? Or are you going to pull like you did with Bobby Roode for the whole that while? Like, what are you going to do here? You know? Um, I hope they push him. I hope they do the right thing. Seriously. I hope they do. Um, you know, they they the biggest thing they did, you know, was the, the newest cat on the roster, they you know, and that's what I said earlier. Where they're trying to do some different things that you don't expect, uh, which we saw like Natalya, you know, winning the the Gauntlet gimmick on Raw. Well, they went even bigger by uh, on SmackDown by having Mustafa Ali pin uh, the WWE Champion and uh, DB himself, Daniel Bryan, and this was a tag match with Daniel Bryan and Amos versus uh, Styles and Mustafa Ali. So um, you know, Mustafa, you know, got the pin the pinfall. Uh, on that that turn in type of uh, inward four fifty splash he does, which is amazing, and uh, he's a tremendous talent that Mustafa Ali can fucking flat out work his ass off. So I'm just letting you know that right now. <laughs> if you've never seen this dude go, he can work. So um, that was a shocking moment. Uh, that quite frankly, I don't think he needed. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he needed it. Uh, I don't think he needed him to beat Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's got some good heat right now. I don't. I don't think you should use Daniel Bryan as a sacrificial lamb to get over Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali tagging with AJ Styles gets him to rub right there, the rub up against a big star. And you could have had Mustafa Ali pin Amis and I understand it's not as big as pin, pin Daniel Bryan, but you ending the night with AJ holding up Mustafa's arm for him winning for that team. I think you got to. Protect Daniel Bryan, maybe do some false finishes with Daniel Bryan's about to get pinned by Ali, but then there's a blind tag, and Namas comes in and somehow Mustafa Ali gets the win. They obviously did this match to get over Ali. I didn't see kind to get his receipt for last week, what Daniel Bryan did to him. And they did the right thing. We say, Oh, we called they called him up to the ro- the main roster here to, to be in this match, this tag match. Um I'm not I'm happy for Ali. I, I if I'm Daniel Bryan, I gotta tell you I'm a little fucking annoyed. Not not Al ali I just think that you, you, he's a new heel champ, Daniel Bryan, and you got to be careful. You can't just take the heat off him, and you, you know, and I, I could try and explain that if you guys don't know what I mean. But I know a lot of you do understand that. Listen to my content for a long time, or that read all the inside terms in wrestling talk. But it's not. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. It's not just the inside terms. It's a, it's a it's a mindset. Um. You take the heat off a heel like Daniel Bryan, who's got heat on him, by having a guy that's brand new on the roster in a tag match pin him. It just that doesn't help. Hate Daniel Bryan next week. It doesn't. It's too soon for me to want to say, "Ha ah, ha, Daniel Bryan, you ass! Look what happened. You got whooped by a new guy. You suck." No, Daniel Bryan's still in that building stage. He's over, when I say building stage, I don't mean that he's trying to become a star He's a star, I'm not saying that He's in that building stage of being a heel with the championship It's the same thing I was talking about at the top of this podcast About Becky Lynch losing her title She's in that new, the man role And they did the right thing to put the title on And then you just pull it off Too soon They got to do a better job booking their champions uh, it's just, those are, the, those are the most important people in the book If they lose, how they lose, why they lose When they lose, who do they lose to Again, when they lose I'll say that a third time, when they lose That's the key It doesn't always mean, because they lose They gotta lose the title Because Daniel Bryan lost in a tag match He didn't lose the title As far as on SmackDown I mean, I'm happy for Ali Definitely helps him And you know you're gonna see it over on a video package You're gonna see it again but I just don't, you know, I don't I don't think you had to do it. I, I, I know you were what to see again, this is the thing. This is what you gotta be careful of, okay? This is when your wet cement. I've talked about wet cement with Baron Corbin where he's still a good worker, great character, and they were just starting to get him over there. Next thing you know, he's getting pushed in this elect general manager role, getting a ton of T V time and he's a heel, but yet people resented him even more. They just didn't want to see him. They didn't feel he was credible enough to be in that role with the push. Because they forced it. They rushed it. They stuffed it down your throat. That's what you got to watch when you do this with a guy like Mustafa Ali. You know, just just because he he pins the champion, now you're going to start pushing him like crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. Get guys over. Let the cement dry a little bit, and then push the shit out of them. I don't know. I'm not saying Daniel Bryan should have beat him That shouldn't have happened He did that last week And he got the rub last week By by interacting with Daniel Bryan I know that I'm just saying Gotta be careful Wet cement kids Wet cement Don't rush the push We've seen it happen Time and time And time and time Again with the WWE Gotta be smarter than that. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast, the Taz Show. If you're not subscribing to the show, you need to subscribe. Enough of the bullshit. Stop thinking about it and talking to your friends. Going to a focus group. Should I subscribe to the Taz Show? There's seven thousand other wrestling content fucking providers. I don't know, but this Taz he's very fucking outspoken and he's angry. Fuck yeah, I am. Okay. Subscribe to the show and stop bitching. I'm Taj and I thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a good day. And to be honest, I don't even have a top 10. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the